0: I came just yesterday. It's made all that I learned. The emptiness of life exam Time. Hello, out there,
1: and welcome, and welcome to another episode of Things I Learned while learning other things. This is an attempt by me, Joe Moran, and my brother, JS, to provide you with a series of interesting, informative, educational, and we hope enjoyable stories that will help you navigate through the high seas of life. Welcome today to episode 119 of our podcast series entitled, Things I Learned While Learning Other Things. Today, we introduce part three of our episodic adventure called The Miracle at Dunkirk, simply the greatest military evacuation retreat in history. But let's set the stage before we move on. On May 10th, 1940, Hitler had invaded the Netherlands and the neutral country of Belgium. As British forces raced north through France, to help out the beleaguered Belgians. The second part of the German invasion took place through the Ardennes to the south of the British Army, the British Expeditionary Force. Instead of fighting their way west, due west, to Paris, the panzer divisions under General Guderian and von Rundstedt headed toward the English Channel. So as the British troops the BEF, fought their way north in contact with the Germans. To the south, the Germans were then fighting to surround the BEF. The BEF would be trapped in a cauldron. The French had promised relief coming in the form of an army that simply did not exist. Lord Gort, the BEF commander, ordered a fighting retreat to the beaches of Dunkirk called for help from London to evacuate his troops because he knew he faced superior forces and they would be annihilated. Churchill was a fighter. He did not take well to Lord Gort's suggestion that the BEF be recalled to London, but Churchill had no choice. And on May 26th at 6.57, orders for the commencement of Operation Dynamo, the evacuation of the BEF, were issued moments after Hitler had recognized his mistake. You'll remember that as the panzers were about to take the, the kill shot and surround the BEF completely, Hitler had ordered the Panzer Division stop on May 24th, a decision considered one of the worst military decisions ever made. But after Hitler recognized his mistake, there was nothing he could do about it but tell Guderian to now head toward the coast. But by then, his his three panzer divisions, as they advanced, Gort had smartly positioned three infantry divisions directly opposite the panzers, supported by the heavy artillery of the British, against which, in the first 24 hours, the Germans could make little headway against the entrenched BEF positions evacuation began with an armada of about 850 vessels that that included you know motor launches yachts small fishing vessels ferries you know in addition to the military vessels the british military concluded that they had 2 days at most 2 days to carry out the operation, while German communications to Berlin from its generals were now squeezing the BEF at Dunkirk, and they indicated that the British were, as we might say, not in German military terms, the BEF was toast. But it was not until the fourth day that Germany fully comprehended, comprehended that the flotilla of boats around Dirk, uh, Dunkirk were actually removing the BEF from the beaches in serious numbers, at which point the intensity of the fighting on all points on the compass was ratcheted up by the Germans to full throttle. While, while, while never strong enough to defeat the German forces aligned against them, Lord Gort had sufficiently and brilliantly strengthened his defenses to hold back German aggression long enough that the BEF and French troops were able to be evacuated successfully from the beaches of Dunkirk in numbers that astonished both Churchill and his war cabinet. You know, Churchill had contacted Lord Gort and he had informed him that as the head of the BEF, under no conditions was he to be captured by the Germans, under no conditions. To allow Hitler to obtain such a prize and and display a British general in a cage in Berlin was simply unfathomable to the Brits. Churchill personally personally ordered Lord Gort to board a vessel for return to England after appointing a replacement commander given orders to hold the perimeter until such time as the BEF and the French forces on those beaches were successfully evacuated. And Churchill went on to inform Gort that he could not himself be, he could not appoint himself to be that commander. The new commander was ordered to fight until such time as, is, as in his professional military opinion, his forces would be incapable of inflicting upon the enemy proportional damage as was being inflicted upon his forces. He was to understand that there would be no possible relief of his forces. Gord was to issue such orders He did, and he boarded that vessel for England. Churchill knew the French. Um, They were already very, very bitter over the evacuation of the BEF, despite its impossible position. Yet the French... Navy supported the evacua- evacuation efforts in the Channel in full, firing its guns to support divisions that were holding the perimeter and upon the Luftwaffe as they appeared in the skies above the, the English Channel. Thinking about and contemplating the long-term political implications of such evacuation of the BEF Churchill ordered that French troops be allowed to evacuate in equal priority with the BEF forces, and so it was done. And this was a brilliant political decision, though the French would be bitter even to this day that the BEF was evacuated from French soil. With with bad weather restricting flying, the Luftwaffe never caused the havoc that Hermann Goering had promised the Fuhrer. When, when the Luftwaffe flew, they were met in the skies by tenacious RAF fighters who inflicted great damage upon, upon German airmen. In a precursor to the Battle of Britain, the Luftwaffe certainly met its match in the skies above the Channel. By June 4th, eight days in... All but 40,000 French forces still holding out around Dunkirk had been evacuated. The British had successfully managed somehow the removal. I mean, this is a miracle 338,226 British and French troops from the beaches of Dunkirk. Now, Churchill, you know, addressed the House of Commons the next day, assuring them that while Dunkirk was really a miracle, it was a great achievement, it really was a near miraculous occurrence, it was far from victory over the over the Nazi Germany forces. And furthermore, Churchill warned the House, wars are, are, are not won by evacuations. Um, the, the peroration um, from what, what I think it might be the greatest speech ever made in the course of history. I have myself full confidence that if all do their duty, if nothing is neglected, and if the best arrangements are made, as they are being made, we shall prove ourselves once again able to defend our island home. Let me read on. To to ride out the storm of war and to outlive the menace of tyranny, if necessary for years, if necessary alone. Churchill went on to say that at any rate, what we are going to try to do That is is the resolve of His Majesty's government, every man of them. That is the will of Parliament and the nation. The British Empire and the French Republic, linked together in their cause, in their need, will defend to the death their native soil, aiding each other like good comrades to the utmost of their strength. Even though large tracts of Europe and many old and famous states have fallen or may fall into the grip of the Gestapo and all the odious apparatus of the Nazi rule, we shall not flag or fail. We shall go to the end. We shall fight in France. We shall fight in the seas and in the oceans. We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air." And we shall defend our island, whatever the cost may be. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight in the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. And even if, which I do not for a moment believe, that this island or a large part of it were subjugated and starving, then our empire beyond the seas armed and guarded by the British fleet, would carry on the struggle until in God's good time, the new world, with all its power and might, steps forth to rescue, to the rescue and liberation of the old. And with with the evacuation of the BEF from Dunkirk, The British were still not free of entanglements as there still were in France 150,000 English troops that remained mostly in Western France. What was Churchill to do with these forces? A reluctant Churchill was to promise the French more troops would be sent in the support of France. And during the height of the Dunkirk evacuation, The 40,000 remaining troops uh, were holed up in Lille, fighting off German attack for five days. Wehrmacht and and SS forces attacked with over 100,000 men. It was one-eighth of its its infantry uh, size. They had 800-plus tanks. Nearly one third of their entire tank force was in France at that point. Churchill had twice traveled to France in in over the past couple of weeks to discuss allied defense plans, but came away discouraged by the defeatism written on the faces of the of the French government and its ministers and its military leadership when when Churchill suggested to um, French leaders that they take heart at the prospect that the streets of Paris would surely slow German advance because German armies might be swallowed up whole in the street fighting that was that would follow would that would ensue. The French leadership looked. At Churchill, as if they were horror stricken at the thought that their beautiful city might soon resemble the rubble of the streets of Warsaw. The French were not going to put up with this. Hmm. As you know, as the Germans you know marauded their way through France, its prime minister Renan demanded that the British commit more and more RAF, you know, the Air Force um, assets. To be under the direct command of French air forces, and Churchill had promised greater health would be forthcoming. You know, trying to finally balance the scales between, you know, retaining those RAF resources in the defense. You know, that was expected for the Battle of Britain that he saw looming, and supporting a key ally in their desperate need in the Battle of France. And Churchill tried to. Uh, Buck up the spirits of the French by detailing you know, the potential military operations that you know, you know, only his fertile imagination you know, would, would procreate. I mean, the guy was filled with ideas, was Churchill. But it was obvious that the French military leadership and the French government was not having any of it. And what, what the French coveted was, was simply more air support, more British pilots, more British aircraft, And post Dunkirk, beginning on the 5th of June, across a 400-mile front, the Germans then conducted a massive assault across the Somme. The Germans were on their way to Paris. And again, second-tier demoralized French forces you know of which there were 65 divisions the Germans threw 143 divisions you know more troublesome to German advanced than French soldiers were massive traffic jams on the streets as the rapidly thrusting Wehrmacht swarmed toward Paris like locusts on wheat fields they They ran up against fleeing French civilians. There was nothing the French could do to stop them. France was indeed toast. By the 10th of June, even the French government saw fit to abandon Paris, declaring the glory of France and, you know, the city of Paris an open city. By day's end, German troops occupied undefended Paris, and a giant swastika was hung from the Eiffel Tower. German uh, uh, troops were goose stepping um, under the Arc de Triomphe to to a stunned, silent Parisian population. Its citizenry simply couldn't believe what had taken place. And with the French government now ensconced in Bordeaux, Paul Reynaud, the PM, he begged Churchill for a commitment of the full resources of the RAF to save France at the pinnacle of this crisis. The survival of France depended upon it, argued Renaud. But Churchill, you know, despite a pledge to do everything in his power and the country's power to save France, he had been warned by the RAF chief doubting earlier in a war chiefs conference that any further commitment, any commitment further, by the RAF squadrons in the defense of France, made the defense of Britain impossible against the German attacks that were sure to come. And and mindful of the severity of Dowding's warning, Churchill informed an understandably embittered, angered, pissed off French PM Renaud that no further British RAF support would be made available to France. France was not to be the final battle. That should, you know, the, you know if the French were to capitulate, England would be the final battle. And Churchill argued that even should the, the, the totality of the RAF be committed in the, the battle um, of France against the Germans, the battle of france wouldn't it would not it would not deter the outcome but should the raf be destroyed england would have no means by which to defend itself in what would be the battle for britain of that churchill was was clear and churchill was sure that would be the decisive battle not this one renaud asked churchill if he understood that should france fall hitler would direct all his fury upon the island nation. Churchill confirmed to Raynaud that he did. He understood completely that England would fight on alone, if it would if it would have to, against the Nazis. Churchill knew. I think we're, you know, like that song, I think we're alone now. And Raynaud, outside the presence of Churchill, uh, cynically remarked to one of his ministers that England will have its neck wrung like a chicken within three weeks. Of course, we know now that Renaud was wrong. The evacuation of the BEF at Dunkirk, due in part, due in perhaps principal part, to Hitler's interference with his military forces to halt the Panzer advances. And in connection with that, the Churchill decision to provide no further RAF support to save France in its battle with Germany allowed Britain to stand alone, awaiting U.S. entry to defeat Nazi Germany. In all its strength. Hey, thanks for listening and goodbye.
0: Inside game just yesterday. Life examined Time can't be returned Misguided And all of my own At least That's what I thought I failed to see it I've been loved very everything I'm all Just a drop of How could I miss what was in front of me Two eyes that can't make you see It's the mind that paints all these pictures Like the mirage of the deserts. I misread all the signals I never knew that I No the heart Can she forgive me? Can she forget? Can she keep us from falling apart? I hope that she knows that I'm in no harm My Demons, they led me astray I trust that she